And we're here on Game Time, uh, offshoot of the K&M Podcast. Kim Brown from WGI Radio, Michael here at DetroitLions.com as we give a quick review of Sunday's matchup between the Chicago Bears visiting the Detroit Lions down at Ford Field. Hello, Mike. Hello, Ken Brown. I'll tell you what, the more, the more we review this game, the more worried I get about it from the Detroit Lions standpoint. Yeah, it's this a is a tough game. game. But you know what, though? I Like I told you a few weeks ago, I want Minnesota to keep winning games, to keep that pressure on. I don't want this to be a cakewalk. And I think the Lions need games like this. I think these are the the things you need if you really want to try to become a playoff-tested team. It, playing the, the scrubs of the league every week is not doing you good. This will be a good test. Well, you know, Dan Campbell it's ironically said pretty much the same thing in his Monday presser. He says you want you want pressure on you. You want you want to have to compete, and he thinks it's good for you. Yeah. Now it's not good if you lose, but but the, the way to the way to you get around that is play good ball and can keep going. Right. And you want to know who the players are that you can count on, the players that are going to fold under pressure and the players that are going to step up and become big-time players. And these are the only games you get to see that. The Kansas City game was one. I don't think really since the Kansas City game, there were some big games that we call big games every week. But in reality, the opening night and this game, and not even really this game, but this game is probably second on the list of of games mm-hmm. that – are big, you know. It's a, against a team you should beat, but it's a good young team. They got some skills, so you got to play your best. Well, I, I don't. I'm going to have to disagree with you, but not, you know, not, not a lot. But I think early on in the season, the Atlanta game was bigger because they really have a pretty good team. They just have no quarterback, and I would say last week's game against uh, against the Chargers out in Los Angeles, the way that game developed. It became something really. Right. The Lions were on, on, under pressure to score on every single possession, and they did. Yeah. Well, I had them. I think on this podcast, I had them as a loss. So I, I, I had counted that as a loss. I think I, I made so many predictions over the week on both sides, so I was covered. <laughs> well, but well, <laughs> I think I had them when we did it last week as a loss. But I, well, I agree with you. Every game you can say that for, but this, this is a. I don't think they're going to overlook Chicago. For one thing, it's a division game. You you haven't played but one division game so far, so I think that'll get their attention. And these are like two for one games. And you, if you're gonna lose a division game, let it be a road division game. You don't want to lose a home one, so you want to. The next two games, you win those two, you protected your home slate of division. You got well, you got Minnesota left, but you got you know you got two division wins. So at home, that's what you got to do. And, and I, I, would, I couldn't agree with you more on, on that. And look, the, the first division game that they played was against the Green Bay Packers, and they got out to a twenty-four to nothing lead on Monday Night Football. So, with everybody wanted to, people tuned in, want to know: are these are these the Detroit Lions that are for real, or are they just sort of on a joyride? Well, they found out at that time that this team is for real. Well, one thing we're missing out on, and and nobody, well, people are talking about, it, but not really overlooking it because of the defense. Everybody worried this week about the defense as they gave up the thirty, you know, the thirty-eight points uh, last week. Is that the last two games? The Lions have almost had a thousand yards in in offense, haven't they? They had a bunch. They had four hundred something against uh, the Raiders, and they had what five hundred and something last week. So they, no, they, they really put the, the they really been. put yards up the last couple weeks, and the offense now starting humming. I, I told you. They don't play but one more outside game the rest of the year in the regular what season. What do you mean outside game? They play Chicago outside. The rest of these games are all inside. They're all, in, you know, they're all in domes. So 
this going to be you you going to have a hard time with this team inside. I, I've been saying that that Chicago game on the I think it's um the, the second week of December or the third week of December. That game outside, don't tell them what the weather will be like at Soldier Field. But besides that, like this, this pristine conditions for this offense for the rest of the season. Well, obviously, if it's indoors, it has to be, right? Unless there's some way can... Somebody over there. Hey, hey, you wouldn't say that at the silver though when the roof fell in that year, would you? Right. <laughs> but uh, so I think the offense is going to click from this point on. Defensively, I was worried until I went back and looked over teams in the past years that won Super Bowls, that went to the playoffs, that went deep runs, what their defenses were ranked. And they're comparable in ranks to some of these good teams that have played in the um, playoffs the last few years, they're just they're just a, a good defense to average defense right now, and the offense is very good. And that's the way that's going to have to be the, their identity this year because I don't see any cavalry on the way to help the defense out to become a top five defense. I mean, you know, they may stay in the top ten, maybe, but I don't see them moving up to five. You know, as we used to say, you know, years ago, you win on defense. I don't think that necessarily is true anymore. I think you can win a lot of ways in the modern National Football League and, and being able to move the ball, maybe able to, to gain yardage, maybe being able to possess the ball, eat up time, chew up time. That's part of it, too, and the Detroit Lions can do that as well as anybody in the National Football League. Yeah. And I mean, that's my as well as any team in the National Football League. If you're going to play, if you're going to start uh, planning to play the Detroit Lions, you better get your roller skates out because they can move. Yeah, uh, like I said, the, the only with beating themselves is the only way I see it. Um, you can't defense doesn't win games, but defense can lose you a game. That's why. Absolutely. I, that's what I think. But I'm saying another thing too. This old proverb still remains in effect, and this is one thing they're good at. And I, I still say, of all the teams right now in the league, they have this formula down, and it's the old proverb of run the ball on offense and stop the run on defense, and everything else will take care of itself. And they're doing those two things. Absolutely running the ball, too. Now, here's one thing you got to keep in mind of playing the Chicago Bears. Since game four of this season, they're giving up something like 52 games, a season, 52 yards a game on in rushing. So that they've really turned into maybe the best rushing defense in the National Football League, at least in this five- or six-game stretch uh, of what they've been able to accomplish. And, look, they've added to defense in, in a trade market a couple of weeks ago, but they've got just generally they've got a, they've got some pretty good pretty good solid defenders there. Their secondary is better than it was a year ago. They got you know rookies who are now second year players, and they're tougher they're tougher to play against. Yeah, but I went back and looked who they played at. I'm not I'm not buying it. I, I, they're better oh. on defense and they're better against the run. But I looked at who they played. The teams they're playing weren't good running teams, and their their secondary is so porous that teams were just throwing all over them. So I agree with you. They're a better running team, but I don't think they're the Baltimore Ravens, and I don't think they're. Matter of fact, I thought San Diego had a good running defense team when they came in, and you saw what happened there. So I, I'm not too worried about that. What I am worried about though is that they get a little complacent. And I think the four field crowd will keep them, you know, from being complacent this Sunday. Well, if that happens and the Ford field crowd can keep, you know what they ought to do the rest of the season, buy up all the tickets in the away games. Well, that's what they're doing now basically anyway, because all these road (laughs) games are home games anyway, the way these guys are traveling. Isn't that amazing? The way, the the way, not just the Detroit fans, 
but the fans around the country have adopted this team as, as one of their own. Yeah, they'll do that until they start winning, and they'll turn on them. That's what Americans do, you know. But they like the underdog story, and then when the underdog becomes the overdog, then they turn on them. But at least get it out the way now. I'm talking about the not Detroit fans. I'm about the nation. Then they'll find somebody else to go love, to be lovable, lovable losers that come, you know, to get good. But right now, we'll take it. Now, things happened over the week. Uh, Bruce Irving was picked up, uh, 36 years old. He was working at Photomat, and they went and found him and brought him in. And um, <laughs> He, he's 36 years old, Mike. He's, he's going to get a Social Security check and a paycheck at the same time. I mean, come on. And everybody was laughing at me, and I'm going to say this again. I would have called Ziggy Ansa up and find out what he's doing. And Ziggy Ansa was 34, and we were laughing about how old he was. Then he went out and got a guy two years older. But I thought Ziggy Ansa, who hasn't had any leg injuries, his last year he played, he hadn't played in a couple of years, no. but he had a um, pulled bicep or a torn bicep. That was the last injury that before he stopped playing. But – Physically, if I would look him over, if he's in shape, man, Ziggy probably couldn't play but 10, 12 snaps a game, but I just thought that's what they should have looked at if he still wants to play because he was a physical specimen and a good rusher. Kenny, you're on your own on this one. I know. Sorry. Well, Sorry. How can I be on my own when they wouldn't got a guy two years older than him? They didn't. Kenny, Ziggy Yance is retired from football. They all retired, but they all – J.J. Watts retired. I saw him yesterday build, in a bodybuilding thing, looking up, talking about he, he, uh, teams have been calling. Not, that's another guy. I mean, he had 12 sacks last and, year. And, 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 and what happened? What, what came out of those phone calls? Nothing. Yeah, but he's teasing it. I think something's going on with that. But we'll talk about that another time. I just think J.J. Watt is teasing no, a, don't, teasing don't, a comeback. Don't he's te- don't, don't. He, he said it. He was on McAfee's show uh, yesterday. He I said know. it himself. He's teasing it, not me. But anyway, they got Bruce Irvin. What do you think? Do you think he'll help? I, the, way, um, the way Campbell said today was that he probably won't um, play this won't week. Play. But do you, think he, do you think he got anything to give the Lions over the next? Uh, well, here's what. Weeks? Here's what. I doubt it. But here's the. Here's what they're saying. He's in shape, but he's not in football shape. So they want to get him in football shape before they put him on the field. Because you got to look. If he's not, then he won't. You want to give him the best chance he can, he has to compete, and that's to get in football shape. And we'll see. Look, he had a nice career. He had 55 career sacks in out of what it was it 13 years, 14 years he played, something like that. So he was able to, you know, he, and he had some decent years of eight, nine, eight, nine sacks. But it's hard for me to to believe that a 26 year old player who hasn't played this year is all of a sudden going to come out, step on the field, and give you any big help. But no. you know what? If Never he makes know. one sack on a third and on a third and six or something like that, then he's worth it. Well, it gives you a pressure, you know, a game. If he gives you one pressure Whatever. a game, that's more than you had. Uh, I want team... sacks. I've, I've heard enough about the pressures. I want sacks. Well, that's what you want. The, 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 right. the team wants just to get that ball out the quarterback's hands early, whichever way it happens, by sack or by making them throw early. Either way, that was a good mm-hmm. statistic. So just get in there and work hard on it. And Like I said, call Ziggy. I'm going to say it again. Call Ziggy. And Sue too. You can call him too and see what he. Oh, you, call, you, oh, I, oh, 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 oh you, no, Ziggy, but Sue, you love to have. Okay. Well, Sue was playing last year. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Fine. Sue is and Dominican Sue Ken Brown has never missed a game in the National Football League because of injury. Never, not one. In 13 years, he never missed a game. Good player, but the way he left here, I would not reward him by bringing him back. That's me. It's not a reward. It's hiring him to work. I don't want him. I'll, 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 I'll take my chances. The way he left and here, guess what? the way he you left this team hanging, he does not deserve to get put on that Lions jersey again. You know what? For the way you're saying this, 
you don't deserve to have me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get the prediction in for the game. Uh, Dante Freeman, uh, we had enough of him when he was with Carolina that Christmas Eve last year. I still remember that game. I think some payback is in order. Uh, Justin Fields will be um, – playing for the first time, I think, in four games. The thumb still is probably not all the way healed, so he might fumble the ball a little bit around it, so we got to watch for that. DJ Moore is the big receiver for them that um, they brought over from Carolina, so watch out for him. Montez Sweat, as you said earlier, was traded over and signed to a big contract. He'll up on the pass rush a little bit. But as of now, or we're going to take it as the game is uh, Detroit giving up eight to Chicago. So, Mike O'Hara, what is your prediction? Well, first of all, Montez Sweat, four-year contract, $98 million. God love you. Mm-hmm. Aren't you glad that you, aren't you, your mom and dad must be happy that you chose football? Yes, indeed. And good, and good for him. He's a good ball player. I don't know if he's a great player. I, you know, I don't know about that, but he's a really, really good player. Look, I've looked at this a lot of different ways, and, and my original pick was for DetroitLions.com was Lions 33 and, and the Chicago Bears 19, a 14-game split there. I, I just can't stick with that. I really can't. I think it's more like a seven-point a seven point game, you know, one-possession game. I'll take the Detroit Lions to win, win by seven. I'm taking Detroit over Chicago 40-19. 40-19? They're throwing a 40-burger up tomorrow, I mean on Sunday. You know, you're not supposed to drink it during working hours. Uh, Mike, you know that. they've been putting up 500 yards a game, man. And, <laughs> I mean, and – they still haven't even incorporated Jameson Williams back in the game, and I see it getting closer every week. And when they, I just think that this offense is open for the rest of the year. Only thing, like I said, golf is the trigger man. As long as he's comfortable in the pocket and and dealing the ball, they they they're putting points on the board. And then those are good games too to be working the red zone because that's where their problems were. And I think that a home red zone game is just what the doctor ordered. And in addition to, the, to my pick on the game, the Lions winning by seven, I think that J-Mo will score three touchdowns in the next two games. All right, that's that a prediction. Speed, that speed will, will finally come to pay for the Detroit Lions. All right, well, that's your prediction right there. We're going to hold you to it. Michael here at DetroitLions.com. Read them as we go into this game with the Chicago Bears. Kim Brown from WJR, Alex Anzalone on Mondays at 4.30 p.m. All right, we'll talk next week. Michael here, and we do our recap of last game and looking forward.